Is this a fire drill? No, you stupid kid. It's time for lunch. Hot lunch. I'm Casey Strain, and this is Hot Lunch, where I take you to all the hot places for lunch. indeed say less y'all does that does that work say less. That's, yep. our, that's our studio audience still with us they've never left uh this is hot lunch i'm casey strain with the taste buds luis and norman hello so, check uh, yeah saluting yeah. T- reporting for duty <laughs> i salute you permission to come aboard sir uh <laughs> we are we're in studio in my house and you know, we like to move around. Uh, got a hot episode today. We got a hot guest. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you felt that way about me, Casey. That's great. Uh, the word's out, Chris. Is it? Yeah. Oh, you're, well, that's news to me. Jeez. You're, you're, <laughs> Breaking news. You're hot in more than one way. All Chris right. Jessup is with us. Hey, what's going today, on? Uh, from, you're from, you're into a lot of things. Yeah, I'm into a lot of things, <laughs> I guess. You're from, and then you jumped in, like, you're into a lot of things. I was like, well, I can't I finish know. that first sentence for uh, you if you need me to. I didn't mean it as a pun in any way. Uh, no. From the, you've got the polygonometry podcast. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in a cult, and I have a podcast about it. And you're a comedian. Here comedian in, in town, yeah, here in Spokane. Spokane, Washington. Uh, you can catch Chris all over time. You have a, you also have a open mic, well, a show. A show, right? yeah. I run yeah. a, I run a Once show out in Medical Lake uh, near Spokane every month. It's on the third Thursday of every month. It's an open mic with a feature show. So the feature uh, shows out, and I book them from all over the place, and we've had some pretty awesome talent come through. Uh, you'll be featuring there soon, hopefully oh, yeah. in November from what I remember, but could be wrong. Yeah, I don't remember. It's too far. Yeah, it's too, yeah, it's <laughs> too far ahead. Yeah, but uh, it, it's a fun time. Uh, comics come out from all over the place and, you know, you know, stretch their legs in a, in a bar crowd that's always hungry for, you know, new jokes and for fostering creativity. They, they're really awesome out there. Yeah. Are you, are you doing it on the patio again for the summer? Yep. The weather's yeah. good enough now to we're going to be going outside and just cool. hanging out outside. It's going to be seven o'clock sharp at the Foxhole Pub and Grill. In hmm. Medical Lake, in Medical Washington. Lake, yep. So you guys got you got to drive on the highway for a second, but it's not yeah. that far. It's uh, <laughs> it's three Taylor Swift songs away from downtown Spokane. <laughs> That's right. Tell me that. So yeah, <laughs> whatever <laughs> three you pick, right it doesn't matter which ones all, you pick. It's all the if same. it's three, it, it you'll get there in three. They average out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be well, the there's time. like the extend the extended <laughs> uncut version on. Uh, the new Taylor Swift record that's like 10 what how long is that record it's like super long oh 
Well, three of those super long songs you'll get to Medical Lake, you know, <laughs> like as you'll long get as there. you're driving <laughs> slower. Right. Yeah, yeah. You have to go around the block a couple times. Yeah, they have two roundabouts on the way there, and oh, that's true. Uh, it's uh, you just do a few more extra laps around <laughs> yeah. that roundabout. <laughs> yeah, and uh, other things that we have here that Chris is into, we got you're into RC cars, right? That's another hobby that you're into, and yeah. uh, crocheting, and what else? Uh, bird watching. Yeah, right? so oh. it's. It's actually one of those things where like I like crocheting while I'm bird watching. It's oh, more yeah. so like oh, I try to drive that's... like derive, you know, inspiration from the sounds mainly. Okay. Um very then, niche audience <laughs> there, I bet. Yeah, no, it's been it's been a tough grind, to be honest. But we're we're punching our way through the, the ladder. <laughs> oh, you're making it professional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're we're climbing the ladder, man. <laughs> Wait, is that true? Are RC cars? <laughs> No. Did you guys talk? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know. Um, I was like, <laughs> um, well, no, you just mentioned pre interview. Uh, you know, uh, he's you're into, into a lot of things, things right? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, into a lot of RC things. RC cars had to be one of them. No, I, the <laughs> moment you said RC, I was like, I'm rolling with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> RC cars, specifically, not. What are they? What were the old, the slot cars? Do you remember those? Slot cars? Yeah. Is that, is that, are you, is that the are one you, with are the you slot shaming around it? Hmm? Slot shaming. Sorry. Yeah, I am. Uh. <laughs> I've heard that before. Slot shaming. <laughs> You're just going into the casino and like, no, no. Just right down the What line. are you doing? Just start. Stop it. Start hitting the, start betting for people on their machine. Have you seen... I'm trying to think of a slot machine name. Get, help me out. Help me out. What's the name? Treasure uh, Island. Have you yeah, seen yeah. Treasure Island recently? Oh my God. Everyone <laughs> has been going to Treasure Island. <laughs> <laughs> Always plundering that chest. <laughs> People will, they just like, it's like they're just like accepting anyone to go to Treasure they're Island. Just, like anyone, they're yeah. just like, they'll take anyone over there. Yeah. They're just, they're letting anyone put their coins in that yeah, slot. Yeah, it's... <laughs> They get a. They should. Yeah. They should. Uh, around. They should. Get, like they. They need to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, right. RC cars. Uh, uh, I drive them around. Uh, I, I put a GoPro on them, and then I wear like the VR goggles and stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so then I I pretend like I'm Stuart Little. Uh, fun, what a fun time. Yeah, yeah dude, it's absolutely it, amazing. I bet it's it's hard to like actually exist in reality just at, just outside of that because it's just probably so much more of a high. <laughs> well, dude, it's absolutely incredible too because when I, I I prefer doing it at the dog parks. So uh, so then like I really get the feeling of being hunted. You know, like oh, it's a yeah. really, it's a it's an absolute thrill, and I know that I got the power and juice because I obviously charged both the camera and the RC car and the goggles. And the RC controller. So I'm full slate ready to rock and roll. The, doesn't matter what's going to happen. Whippets chasing me, Dobermans, Yorkshire Terriers. Um, has, has anyone ever, have any breeds ever caught you? Like, is there? Yeah, ground squirrels. Ground squirrels. <laughs> yeah. So not the dogs. So, yeah, not the dogs. No, the ground squirrels are a lot more crafty. Yeah. Has there ever been like a dog owner that's caught you in the bushes that like outside of the park or anything? Uh, no, I do it from Medical Lake. It's oh. all remote. Oh yeah. Drops, oh. drops the car off. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of range. It's all VG. It, yeah, it's GPS powered. I talked to Musk about it. Cool. He set me up. 
What's your uh, what's your model of car? Like, what's your model of choice? For uh, PT Cruiser. <laughs> PT, <laughs> RC, RC PT. An RC PT. RC PT Cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> do you dress? So you, you dress the PT Cruiser up like an animal or is it? No, I do it like the Woodies, like the old surfer car, yeah, like uh, the wood yeah. paneling on the side. Uh, white, the- white ivory to match my fur because I'm Stuart. And yeah. then with the wood paneling, then that way, you know, I'm feeling like, you know, I'm actually going to be adopted by my own species. <laughs> this one off the rails quick. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, so you brought your VR goggles with you to show us. Yeah, no, uh, they're actually pretty. <laughs> yeah, they're rudimentary. They're made out of Legos. It's, <laughs> it's tough. Um, I actually based it off of a, a X-Wing fighter helmet. Uh, it was the collector's edition, but it was too big for my mouse head. So I had to shrink it down. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to push this until you come to you like decide to come clean. You're like, guys, I got to tell you that none of this is true. <laughs> and scene. Okay. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I'm so I tired. grew up in a cult. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's specifically, do you talk to other people? So on the polygonom- polygonometry podcast. Yeah. Are you talking to guests who have also had that a similar experience? Yeah. So it- everybody who's been on the show, except for a few, um, are direct relatives of mine, either through marriage or blood. Um, I have interviews with my dad and my mom individually. They have an episode together. I've talked to my, like both my sisters. Uh, my little brother has an episode that I haven't released yet. Um, and there's just, I mean, I have so many family members to where I can never really run out of guests right. if they say yes, you know, but that's mm-hmm. been, um, I've, I've gotten some friction from it back home and stuff, but that's kind of the nature of the game, I right. guess. Cause yeah. I don't really want to, I, I'm, I'm all about like the collecting the stories about what it's like to grow up that way. Yeah. Um, and it lends to a lot of really interesting anecdotes and, and that kind of stuff. And like, that's the cool shit that I love to listen to and talk about and, and all that stuff. So like really eccentric people have been on too. like my grandpa, he's, he's a hoot and a half. He's, uh, his, his preferred wardrobe is nude. Uh, and his second preferred is uh, a kilt and nothing else. This man's an absolute, he's, he's amazing. I love this man so much. And, uh, we talk for two episodes about Nibiru. Uh, uh, do you, are you familiar yeah. with Nibiru? Yeah, Planet X. Planet X. Yeah, yeah. it's on the way. Um, and <laughs> how uh, long? It's every five thousand years that it's supposed to. What's the? Oh, the, uh, the orbit. Oh, the orbit. I can't remember what. The, I think it's right around five thousand. That is the number that comes to mind. So I don't know. Something. It's not. That's not an exact <clears throat> number. So don't fact check it. No. Also, don't fact. Don't go fact check Nibiru because <laughs> you'll go down a wormhole. But I mean, my grandpa has one of the most amazing stories ever. Like <clears throat> he, uh, he taught himself how to read and like eventually like, you know, served as a secret service agent in the white house during Nixon's administration. Oh, shit. Um, and like, <laughs> was he naked during that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, but like he has a, just an amazing story and his episodes are some of my favorites. Um, and the guy is just incredible. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of just people that I've sat down with and hopefully a lot more, and I've been taking a step back from the, from the podcast releasing stuff cause I've been dealing with some other things, but, um, we're hoping to get back in the saddle soon here once things kind of get a little bit more squared, but, uh, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a wild ride. 
Yeah. In in the meantime, uh, people can check out your grandpa's autobiography, <laughs> A Kilt and Nothing Else. Right? That's, uh, that's hitting the shelves. <laughs> he does have a book. He does have a book. Really? Yeah, he does. Uh, it's called uh, From Illiteracy to the White House. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. Is yeah. it like public? Is it out? Mm-hmm. You can get it on Amazon. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So was your family that from? That was a good segue. Uh, <laughs> I was born in Utah. Utah. Um, and then I was raised in Montana. Nice. Yeah. Just south of Missoula. But yeah, check yeah. it out on wherever you get your uh, uh, podcasts, your religious podcasts. <laughs> Spotify. Spotify, iTunes. All right. Uh, We're po- on Podbean. Those. So wherever you found this, yeah. if you're listening... Look for the polygonometry. P-O-L-Y-G-A-N-O-M-E-T-R-Y. And for those listening who don't know you, do you know the number of relatives that you have? Oh, (laughs) well. Because I know you do a joke about it. Yeah, I do a joke about it. And the line is like, uh, like there's a lot of rumors that get thrown around whenever I talk about polygamy. Like, you know, one of them is big families. And I have a huge family. I have 138 first cousins. (laughs) By last count, I don't know how much more I have. But since I've been yeah. caught, you know, talking, but um, <laughs> we've got to pick up a few more. But um, but and over and this is 100 percent true. Like I have over 5,000 second cousins, oh. and that's just like when you think about your like second cousins, you know, almost exponentially bigger. But mine is just like just so big. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like I count my family in units of small town. Yeah, like my my like just my first and second cousins all together is like two and a half Ritzvilles. Like, yeah. Have you? Let me ask you this: Have you floated the idea with uh, with family members or people you know that are in uh, like polygamist type lifestyle or who are coming from that? Mm-hmm. Have you floated the idea of like switching the term? Fucking like bunnies to, <laughs> to well, we man, are uh, man, we are fucking like polygamists over there. <laughs> man, <laughs> those beds must be warm. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, they I, I, no. no. <laughs> I've never floated that idea. Because it's a dumb idea or because... No, I just have never really... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I uh, I don't know if they would be down with with changing it, uh, but... Because they really like the bunny one. Well, yeah, like they like the bunny stuff. And then we were taught when we were... <laughs> Polygamists are in the bunny stuff. Yeah, we're the... <laughs> Wear those tails. <laughs> Oh, you wascally wabbit. Um, But uh, we were taught as young uh, virile people uh, to populate and replenish the earth. And basically Mm. like the ascension of your being was that eventually you will become your own God of your own planet in your own universe Um, in Mormon astrology or astrology. Astrotheologic, whatever the hell that word is, that yeah. that combo, um, and so or cosmology, that's what it is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, far out, <laughs> sick, bro. Um, Say less, king. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, and then essentially, you just accumulate wives. If you're a guy, if you're a, a priesthood holder, aka penis holder, uh, then you are kind of the priority. It's very patriarchal in that way. Yeah. Um, 
and so your whole basically like purpose is to just get more wives and have more kids to just have your spirit family populate your eventual planet and stuff. Hmm. So well, you put it that way, it sounds practical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> Mormons, if anything, uh, I mean, <laughs> pragmatic. <laughs> I have a question though. Like yeah. with women, uh, you say you have five wives. Yeah, can you share your wives with other or they, with other men? Yeah. Uh, no, no. Yeah. So it would be. Uh, so what if you a run bi- out? Bi- a bigamist. Uh, they do kind of <laughs> run out sometimes. Because then it just kind of we're like, all right, we just got to wait for our daughters to grow up, you know? Uh, yeah. Oof. So the, um, the less wives you have, the the less a king you are. Yeah, in mm-hmm. a sense. Um, so you got to grab them when you can. As yeah, fast as you can. yeah. And they also say like, when you get married to your first wife, um, it's it's in your best interest to pick up another one within two years of marrying your first, hmm. because after that two year mark, the kind of like honey food, like honeymoon phase is over. And so you kind of like get set in your ways as a married couple at the two year ish mark, you know, at least from what they told us. And so they were just like, no, you gotta, you gotta get them while you can get them. And you just basically like pick up another one every two years and then you get them all pregnant all at the same time. So you have triplets and then quadruplets of all the same ages. You just deal with it all at once. It's easy to remember birthdays that way. (laughs) And twos. (laughs) Odd numbers are harder. Luis was asking questions like he was like you're in a timeshare uh, sales pitch. Like, yeah. So, so yeah. tell me how so, often do it? Okay, so wait. <laughs> and by the way, if you have any questions, I'm down to answer. I've been asked so many that it doesn't. I'm, I'm not bashful about talking about it. So yeah, we are going to talk about how many more? wives do you have? Zero, none. <laughs> we are going to talk more about <laughs> the poly- about polygamy. I also want to talk to you, Chris, about time in China because you spent time in China. Oh, hell yeah, dude. But we're going to take a quick break because I'm hungry. Uh, we're going to get some Mingwa. Take yeah. a break and we'll be back with more hot lunch after a moment. Hey, I'm your new favorite, JJ Caballero, and I want to invite you to listen to my new podcast, Mono Stereo Video. I'm a singer, songwriter, musician, producer, I'm a writer, I'm a DJ, and if there's one thing I love equally to that, it's film and visual storytelling. Join me every other week as I invite a guest and we talk about their favorite movie soundtracks. Through the course of working on this podcast, I realized, man, I do know quite a bit about movie soundtracks, and I'm super excited to share all of this with you. So tune in every other week to Mono Stereo Video with me, your new favorite, JJ Caballero. Brought to you by TPG Radio. Yeah, we're back. Oh, yes. Thank you. That's the applause for us finishing our plates. <laughs> Polishing the plates, as mom used to say. Ooh, mommy, that was tasty. Uh, had some mingwa. Polishing the styrofoam boxes. Yes. In this yeah. case, licking this well. Well, that was save that for later. absolutely delicious. Yeah. I'm so yeah, glad good. that whatever I had was that good. <laughs> Chris, Chris Jessup is on hot lunch with us. If you uh, you know, fast forwarded through the podcast to this point. Uh, uh, we just had some mingwa from here in Spokane, Washington. If you're from Spokane, you know the sign probably, but go try the food. It was tasty. It was so yeah. good. 
It was good. So good. Uh, we tried to. I tried to get a a recording of the phone the phone conversation because it used to be when you would call in and do an order with them. The it never went correctly. You, there's there's a language barrier and it never gets. Uh, I never got a correct order until this time, and I don't think it was. I don't know if. It was, and then once it arrived, it was, <laughs> was probably like, the wrong one. Yeah, we we couldn't figure out what was what. Uh, wasn't labeled. Luckily, we had someone with a um, with a refined palate to taste. <laughs> I did my level the- best to remember what <laughs> Szechuan tasted like versus Mongolian barbecue. <laughs> Yeah, what's, I mean, what is the, the difference between Mongolian and Szechuan? Like, is it just, I don't know. I think it might be uh, the cut of the beef. Well, first um, of all. I Mon- could be wrong about that. First of all, Mongolia is its own nation. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, there is that dif- there's that very important <laughs> geographical dis- <laughs> distinction. I know that there's, there's a, border. a lot of there's differences. There's a physical border. I know that there's a lot of differences there, but... In this case, what would be the deciding factor between the Mongolian beef dish and the Szechuan beef dish from Mingwa? From what I remember from living in China, the Szechuan sauce and style of cooking was like inherently like has more bite spice wise to it. Mm. Um, whereas Mongolian is more like flavorful type of idea. Okay. So I just hey, what are those for the peppers, fences. those peppers that like kind of make your tongue Oh, no. Sichuan. That's those are Sichuan peppers. So there's Sichuan and there's the, and then there's Sichuan. Sichuan peppers. Yeah. So the the Sichuan province is like, I think it's like southern China, and it's known for its spicy food. Um, yeah. And the entire like southern part of China that all borders the coast and stuff is known for its like amazing food. Food there is just absolutely insane. So 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 good. Also in southern China, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, you've been there, but also in southern China, they drive big trucks with, uh, and they just, they're like basically rednecks down there. Is that, am I um, wrong about that? I, I didn't really see a lot of like dualies with smokestacks with, <laughs> with let's go brand and stickers on the back. I didn't really see a lot of that when I was overseas. Okay. Uh, no, I didn't see a lot of Confederate flags as decals on license plates. Um, no, not a lot of Southern pride. No, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Just whistling Dixie all over the place. Uh, Luis, you looked up. Oh, he was correct. Difference? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just the region. So Szechuan. Oh, I just totally lost the thing. But yeah, Szechuan and Mongolians, different regions and yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's what, so, just so you know, Luis is here checker. to fact check. So, oh, hey, so, that's great. Yeah, no, just I'm, make sure we're keeping I'm, everything. I right. would like, about that stuff, I would like to be accurate. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. You, you stated it like you'd been there because you I have. Did, I have not been to the Sichuan province, right, but, but I did live in Shenzhen, which is also in the southern food belt or whatever you want to call it. I don't know if that's a thing. That's definitely yeah. not a thing. The um, food belt. Unless I need to get to Wikipedia <laughs> really quick to edit an article. It's like it's like it's the like Rust Belt. Chinese. Yeah, it's like the Rust Belt. So they yeah, all like big food belts. Yeah, man, I got a food belt to 
some people call it a fanny pack, but it's, I call it my food belt because well, I put my snacks in there when we're going to go out for the day. So you know, like there was a food pyramid. They actually changed it to the food <laughs> they belt did now. Yeah, it's <laughs> much much healthier way they to think about it. Figured it out that it's actually it, food makes more sense in a belt than a pyramid. Right. It's like the rings of Saturn. Yeah. There, there actually is a Chinese food conveyor belt. Conveyor belt. Yeah, a restaurant where they just. It's like the Chinese conveyor belt that, you know, that Japanese... Oh, like the, the sushi places? The sushi place. Oh, where they have so like they the just little have the dishes and like, just, yeah. it comes around and you just snag it? Yeah. It's like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang type shit. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I eat my wet dream, just food on a conveyor belt just coming to... <laughs> so you just like lean on the side, just, <laughs> treadmill yeah. full of like biscuits yeah. and hot, bowls of <laughs> like hot a, soup, like a, where you're swallowing the bowls yeah, as well, it's like, just... <laughs> It's like an old, old school, like old fashioned Disney cartoon. It's like I open my mouth really wide. <laughs> you the, just turn into Shaggy the, at the end of it, and it just falls into, the, <laughs> into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but Chris Jessup is joining us. Uh, you've been, you have been to China. I lived there I've for lived there for three hundred and sixty six days. Wow, a year and a day. A year and a day. That was the extent of my visa. Oh, uh. because it was a teaching thing. I went out there to teach English. Cool. And yeah. you, do so? Do you did you did you pick up any language uh, in China, or is it just uh, like yeah, a little bit? Stuff? Yeah, I mean, I'm I knew enough to kind of like get by, and by get by, I mean like scrape by. <laughs> <laughs> like I gestured a lot that oh, year, man. <laughs> um, and it was really kind of funny. Like I didn't really expect to like ex- you know. You know, it was just kind of a weird moment where I like the first time I was able to go down to Hong Kong. Uh, it was for the fall festival, um, and it was the first time I like we had been in China. I was there with my girlfriend at the time, um, and we had been there for maybe about two months, a month and a half, and then we were finally able to leave like the mainland, and we went to Hong Kong for the first time, and I we like went to Starbucks to grab a coffee, <laughs> and so we are gesturing like, "Hey, can I get like a?" you know, a, a, an Americano, <laughs> like, and like, just, just being so over the top, trying to get them to understand. They're yeah. like, yeah, do you want oat milk? <laughs> because in Hong yeah. Kong, everybody knows English. Right. But in mainland China, not a lot of people, you know, they prefer to speak Mandarin. So, right. um, yeah, it was a very interesting experience. Like I can like point at a menu. The most useful thing that I learned in China or one of them was the word jiga, which means uh, this. <laughs> So if you point and say jiga at like a menu or a picture of what you want, then you just so you, you'll go like, far. Yeah, yeah, you just you just look at the waitress or waiter and just go jiga, <laughs> and they go and they just give you a thumbs up and uh, then you get whatever. If you want to be a little bit more formal, you would say wu yao yi jiga shi shia, which means I want one of this. Thank you. Shit. So <laughs> jiga like J I. Like yeah, pronunciation wise. Yeah, so J I Jiga. If anything, it would be like J apostrophe G A. So okay. it's like a Jiga. Okay. Jiga. Jiga. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Jiga. 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 Were the um, menus at restaurants in Mandarin? Mm-hmm. Do they have photos so you could just? Um, a lot of them. A lot of them did. A lot of them didn't. You know, it kind of just depend where you walked in. My favorite places to go were the ones that didn't have the pictures, and I was like, just roll the dice. Yeah. You know, kind of like throw my understanding at the characterizations that I've been trying to learn for the last few months to get my visa approved and all that stuff. 
um, just trying to get some sort of understanding of the language and, you know, the characterizations and stuff of how they do their language, which is so goddamn complicated. (laughs) Like (laughs) for us Westerners, man, we're such dunces compared. Like, like native Chinese speakers who learn English have a really tough time learning English because just the rule structure is just completely different. You know, and then us in the reverse is just absolutely just devastatingly difficult. <laughs> um, like we have 26 characters in our alphabet. They have over 5,000. <laughs> so like, go figure. Yeah. <laughs> go, go figure it out. Do what uh, you can. <laughs> Jigga. Jigga. Uh, uh, did you, so do you think you got Sichuan from I think, Mingguang? I, I think I got the Mongolian. Yeah. Because you think mentioned I got how hot Sichuan. it was. Uh, While you were eating, oh, it was temperature. It was temperature. Oh, hot. temperature hot, not yeah, spicy. Just so you hot. Okay. Yeah, okay. The sauce was piping, piping um, hot. But I, it, I did get this sort of, you know, was it kind of biting, tongue, tongue numbing, numbing almost feel from like that pepper, whatever that the the uh, Sichuan pepper. Yeah. Um. So I think I got. I think I got the Sichuan. Did you enjoy your experience? Oh yeah, it's delicious. Cool. I, I think it. everybody won out. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, everything's good. We got Luis and I got chat. What was it? Chow, chow yuck. Yes, you had beef, I had chicken. It's yeah. basically like sauteed, a bunch of sauteed veggies. Yeah, with the uh, it's not like a nut sauce. So it was it tasty? It was very it was tasty. Really good. So yeah. that that menu item is an oxy, a little bit of an oxymoron then. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not chow, chow yuck. Yes, not chow, chow yuck. Yeah, chow yum. Chow yum. Yeah. <laughs> Chow yuck is it, ch- that's the Yelp review. Chow yuck equals chow yum. Yeah. Five stars. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, was there? Did you have a, like a favorite dish that you found when you were in? Oh, dude, China yes. that you would like that you can't get. Oh, I have anywhere. not been able to find this anywhere in the states. And to be honest, I haven't really looked a lot of places. I think I've, I need to venture forth and actually kind of make a, more of an effort to find it. It's called Orange Chicken. <laughs> it's called. <laughs> There's this place General you guys Sos. don't know about. It. It's Yelp and the Express. Um, no, it's a. I just called it just the lamb dish um, because it like the skyscraper where I lived. Uh, was right across the street from this place that I, we just called the Muslim noodle place um, because everybody there were practicing Muslims. Um, and you're not allowed to like openly like proselytize in China. Oh, yeah. Um, so like they were, you know, just visibly like practicing, you know, that kind of thing. And so uh, the way that they cooked was just so great. Hand-pulled noodles, traditional. Um, it was ran by a family and like the grandpa owned the joint and then the family dad was the manager and then the mom was like preparing and you know doing the prep cooking and then the oldest son was the noodle puller and then the youngest toddler was like getting menus and scrubbing the floor and stuff like it was like this really cool joint yeah um and they had this lamb dish that was just noodles uh lamb onion uh like bell peppers and like a cumin sauce and it was just the most brilliant thing. I would get it probably two, maybe three, four times a week. It was just so good and cheap too. Yeah. But so you've never found it here. I have not been able to find it. And I want to find a recipe for it. Do you, like, do you, do you know the name of yeah. it? I, I can't remember. Just I just Muslim, call it lamb, my lamb just, Muslim noodle. Yeah, Muslim <laughs> lamb noodle. I don't know. Yeah. But no, that 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 joint got a lot of business from from me and my friends. 
Yeah, dope. Yeah. Uh, you should, yeah, you should get a recipe and open a noodle. What would Trump, we call a Muslim yeah. noodle Muslim place? Muslim noodle <laughs> truck. But it would be like polygamous noodle place, <laughs> right? I, don't, I think there's a lot you could do with that. Yeah, it'd be actually. a family business. You'd have employees forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a great, you never lose a workforce. <laughs> and a great expansion plan, too. Like Yeah, you, it's all in the family, so everyone's like, going to have a noodle dinner. mafia. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's going to have a planet one day, so it'll really, like, I think it'll grow as a business, interplanetary. We'll have a noodle planet. <laughs> I'd awesome. live there. I a, think Muslim, that's, yeah. a Muslim lamb noodle planet. I think that's the best name you could have Sounds delicious. Noodle, noodle planet. Noodle planet. Noodle noodle planet. planet. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, one thing I've always... Okay, here's something about growing up in polygamy as just kind of a little bit of a tangent. But when I was a kid, I always was trying to figure out like what it would be like because I wanted to... Because in the idea of uh, Mormonism, there's always a, eternity, right? Everything's in that perspective. Yeah. Like you're married for eternity. You're, you know, your kids are yours for eternity. You have eternal life with, you know, living with God and blah, 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 right? Um, and so I was thinking like, well, if everybody gets their own planet eventually, will I ever be able to like tour and go to my other family's planets and be like, hey, yo, what's up? <laughs> like how awesome would it be to be like, hey, yo, what's up? Welcome to Noodle Planet. <laughs> we got roller coasters made out of linguine. It's going to be sick. Like... You know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, and then your family's like, "Wow, you've done great, here. dude! This man, yeah. Noodle Planet's <laughs> when, working out for you." When did you put in all the crown molding? Like this <laughs> mundane shit about a family. <laughs> really, this color? This color? Wow! <laughs> you know, your brother has a red planet. It yeah, is <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> There's, uh, a, there's always one family member that their plan is just trash, like just <laughs> trash planet. <laughs> <laughs> we don't sweep planet. Um, but yeah, uh, China was a wild experience all in all. It was everything it needed to be. It was just as long, like I was ready to come home when it was done. Uh, yeah. You know, I missed my family a ton. Um, it's where I first got my start in stand up. Oh, yeah, um, I remember you t- yeah. So, I mean, it was a, it was a crash course in like learning how to live as a citizen of this planet. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was a, it was a harrowing experience all in all and made some of my best friends for life and, you know, shared in some experiences that I'll remember forever. It's awesome. Cool. When you, when you did stand up in China, mm-hmm. was it two people who were like from the U S or was it two Chinese, like, it was Native a mixed Chinese? bag. Yeah, so it was mainly expats. So like yeah. stand up is like a Western art form. Right. You know? It's not really a Eastern thing because the Eastern, like culturally speaking, does whatever it can to like rid oneself of the ego. <laughs> and <laughs> comedy's kind of the exact opposite of yeah, that. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh so like the the concept of like somebody being on stage being like, Hey, yeah, what I have to say matters, listen to me and only me is kind of a weird kind of just mix yeah culturally speaking um and so yeah they would be like a a bunch of expats tons of teachers and then um you know people like friends you know co-workers and co-teachers of western teachers would be with them too you know i had a a bunch of you know local chinese friends that would always come to shows and stuff it was fun it was really fun cool do you uh do you have any 
any friends who were doing stand up there that are still doing stand up, like in the U.S. or uh, oh, actually, I met a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I have one of them, um, and a lot of them are still doing it, but they're kind of not in, in the U.S. or anything. But because uh, there was like in that scene, it was like I lived in Shenzhen, and it was a city of fifteen million people, yeah. but we only had two mics a week, um, and so it like that's kind of like how successful. It was like, man, Shenzhen's got a sick scene. They have eight comics a mic, you know, and that's it, yeah. you know. And we would just perform for the same type of open mic vibe that you would find anywhere else, like, you know, yeah. just like a handful of people. And then sometimes we would be able to swing marketing in a fun way where we could actually like post flyers with the government's consent and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it, it was kind of like this whole thing. Uh, and I, right at the very end of the year, I was kind of, I was given like a farewell show, which was really cool where oh. people like paid to, to see me off and stuff, which was really sweet. Um, was in an international comedy competition, got second. It was awesome. Got booked in Hong Kong, did stuff in the UK. Um, and a lot of them, one of them, my buddy Fraser, he's living in the UK right now. He's, uh, in the Banbury scene, Oxford kind of area. Um, my buddy Dwight, ha uh, Dwight Wozich, I almost said Dwight Howard, um, but uh, no, Dwight Wozich is still living in China. Um, he got married and has a kid out there now. Uh, yeah, so yeah, handful of us still, still hacking away at still it, still rocking. Yeah, and you've stepped up your game now. You're in Spokane, Washington. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Doing man, stand up here, stand up, man, from Shenzhen to Spokane. <laughs> Yeah, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere, huh? <laughs> finally made, finally took the leap. Yeah, back to the states. Back to the states. Yeah, man, it's been so much fun here, though. It's been so rad to get to know everybody and you know figure out how to you know work your way through a scene and through finding your own voice on stage and stuff. It's yeah, it's all just a work in progress, and I'm loving the whole getting caboodle. It's great. Um. You guys ready to look at your fortune cookies? Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm so rad uh, about this. Ready to go. <laughs> Are we doing it at the same time? Oh, I just barely cracked mine. I'm so sorry. That's okay. okay I'm cracking so mine. You're supposed, to, you're supposed to eat the cookie before you read it, right? Oh, I've never is? heard that. I think I think so. I think you're okay. supposed to eat it all I think before the, you read I it. think all of this is just bullshit. Anyway, so. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to make sure my wish comes through. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I'm going to go the little beast route. Nothing matters. It's all bullshit. <laughs> this is just like the old podcast where we mm -hmm. would eat. I was worried about this moment. How crunchy it would be on the microphones. They're so good every time. Mm. <laughs> Love them. I'd always, I've always wanted to like make them into that shape. Like it would be so fun to like take a little patty. Form him into that. Wouldn't that be great? Far out. <laughs> Amazing. Say less. Oh, okay. come on. Tell, <laughs> Dude, tell me sick. that wouldn't be fun. That'd be sick. <laughs> oh, wow. I got two. You got two? I got two. What? Shut the fuck up. No. -uh. Yeah, yeah, that means neither of them are going to come true. Wait. They cancel each no. other out? Yeah. Do they? Are they the exact same one? No. Oh. You'll right. you'll pass with flying colors on the next test you take. Nice. Oh, Here's what's the capital of New York? Shit, that's not a test though. <laughs> it is. It's a pop quiz. It's kind of a test. Yeah. Oh yeah. Syracuse. Ah, uh, womp womp. Albany. 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 Oops. 
Uh, this shit's wrong. <laughs> Man. And this one, your it respect for others will be gotta... your ticket to success. All right. I might have just lost it by asking mm-hmm. you that question. Yep. <laughs> well, and it, nah, and it sucks right too now. because, uh, because, I mean, with that big test that you got coming up on the state capitals, it, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm screwed. Yeah. Sucks. The one, the one thing you've been really, studying for day yeah. in and day out. <laughs> yeah, Chris, did you get a? I did. Good. Is it a good one? Uh, I have a B on mine. Um, and it says, "Your penis will enlarge whenever you make a wish upon a star." Oh, that's wow. great! Hmm. I'm yeah. I'm the. Wait, no, I think I might be misprint. It says, "You will be successful <laughs> in a business of your own." Hey, oh, there you go, dude. Noodle Planet. I see. How oh. you get, <laughs> noodle Planet, dude. I see. I see how you got those mixed up. Yeah, no, yeah. it was kind of a weird. Like, sorry, I just misread. Money, but, dicks, money, dicks. No noodles, 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 noodles. No. Welcome to Penis Planet. What are we comparing noodles to noodles here? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to sign the lease on the planet now. It's official. Uh, <laughs> You guys want to know what mine is? I, I bet it's better than the last one you got. Well, yeah. Well, was, was I with mine? you the last fortune yeah. cookie you read, yours was? I think so. <laughs> what was it? You're, I don't remember. If you, I if, saved it. If listeners have been listening a while, they can remember an uh, episode Norman and I did alone. We went to uh, China Garden. Or China Dragon. China Dragon. And not only did Norm's uh, order... Really disappoint him because he got the like crispy noodle chow mein with like the cold vegetable gravy and it came. He didn't know what he ordered and it came out and he just looked at it <laughs> <laughs> and like disappoint. You could like see the disappointment go from the top of his head down. To, oh no! <laughs> it was like a cascading <laughs> sadness. I just didn't know what I was ordering, getting into, and it wasn't my bag. And <laughs> I, I'm I completely hold myself accountable for the ignorance that I had that day. <laughs> also, my fortune cookie just said, yeah. you suck. <laughs> That's almost what it said, because you were like, it was like the one glimmer of hope for your meal, and you opened your fortune cookie and read it, and it was I just I wish like, I could remember, you know, we could go back in the podcast yeah. and listen to it, but uh, this one says, do something unusual tomorrow. <laughs> Is that a fortune? I don't. It's more of like well, a commandment. Yeah, sounds like it. Direction, <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> Like a well, like something might happen if you do something. Yeah, it should, tomorrow. it should have been like if you do something unusual tomorrow, something your might wildest dreams will come true. Like if you start a cult, that's your first commandment: <laughs> do something unusual tomorrow, every day. <laughs> <laughs> like ima- imagine traveling thousands of miles to go see like to go see like a spiritual monk, like healer person, <laughs> climbing like thousands of steps to the top of the temple to get like. Just sage advice from this master monk. <laughs> and all he's like says, levitating on top of a mountain. Yeah, and you're just like, I climbed all this way. What's my fortune? What do you have to say? Do something <laughs> unusual tomorrow. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, take, uh, um, like, 
maybe ride a skateboard on your butt down a hill or something <laughs> funny like that that people will usually ride on your feet but like ride it on your butt I don't know something that, like that that would be really funny when it's just like, <laughs> it's like somebody would be like oh that's not normal and the guy the guy who's like walking was like can you repeat yourself that just seems pretty vague I don't know maybe uh maybe just like Take, uh, do you, you know, know what unusual means? <laughs> oh, Osage want to top this mountain. <laughs> you know what? Uh, <laughs> like, seriously, I've been climbing for so long, and that's all you're going to give me? It's just this weird, uh, like, undecipherable uh, riddle take, about skateboards uh, in my ass? Why do you want me to put a skateboard in my ass? Is that what, take, what you're asking? Take all your blankets and, like, make a cool fort with your couch or something. <laughs> that's not unusual. Everyone does that. Uh, try this. Try this. Wipe back to front. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's how you're su- Wait, not supposed to yeah, do it? I, I do that every day. <laughs> I have ascended above <laughs> such wiping Wipe. techniques. Wipe left to right. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see what I mean. <laughs> Are you a are you a folder or a crumpler? Um, I do. I forget what it's called. Um, I do the um, <laughs> American flag. Somebody evaluated <laughs> no. it though oh, and told you what the triangle it was. technique. Triangle technique. I do um, what my dad taught me to save toilet paper in a survival situation, which is you use one square, and you put push your fingers through the square so that your fingers through it, toilet paper is all around it. You wipe with your finger <laughs> and then wipe the poo off with the paper. What? <laughs> it's called like they teach you to do that in the military, I think, like to save. Oh, to save on <laughs> to butt save wipe? To- yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I practice it daily. Oh, that's a. No. Uh, what do I do? Which, hold on. Which finger do you use? That's the I, just figured out. I, I rotate. Just, <laughs> I just figured out what unusual thing I'm going to do tomorrow. Well, I rotate. I mean, <laughs> all 10 get favored someday. Yeah. <laughs> it's always fun when I get to use my thumb. <laughs> if I'm like, really, really oh. getting, I use both thumb at once. Well, no, actually, I pinch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I, I don't know what technique I use. I just you know, you just don't you even think out. about it. You just black out every like, every time you go to the, yeah every, yeah every I'm time a, every time Casey takes a shit. It's just a men in black situation. I shoot from the hip, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> when you were a kid, were your parents like Casey? Did you did you go poop? And you're like, I don't remember. <laughs> Dad, what just I don't I'm, done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. No, you're not. You're still going. <laughs> That's a tough time embracing, like figuring out what done meant. Um, my fortune is um, it's boring. Your financial outlook is excellent. Hmm. Dude, That's right on. Subscribe to Hot Lunch yeah. on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Uh, if anybody wants to sponsor, find us at, hot, at, at hotlunch.radio on Instagram. We're always looking we're always looking for money or lunch <laughs> in some form or another. And it's because of this, like, fortune that happened right yeah. now. That's what's going to... That's what's 
Boom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Rich. talking. There it is. I'm talking to you guys, Piroshki Piroshki, or uh, Taco Vado, or who else? Kroger. Kroger's Kroger would be yeah. a big. That'd be mm. a big account to land. How <laughs> awesome would that be? Is that or Costco? I think it's Fred Meyer. Fred Meyer. Kroger. Yeah. Winco. Winco. Winco would be clutch, dude. Western Family. If I get that, <laughs> if we can get that Western Family, family money, money, we'll be. <laughs> like, I don't want to get too picky and we're like, gonna get our one way planet. or the other. <laughs> it's gonna be a hot lunch planet soon. <laughs> <laughs> hot lunch planet. Yeah, it's gonna be just like Disney World, but but hot lunch yeah, planet. Planet hot lunch. It's gonna be just like Disney World. You stand in line all day long, just for a hot lunch on a tray. <laughs> I think it'll be. I think it'll be fantastic. Yeah, and uh, then there's going to be, like, mascots that are dressed up like you. <laughs> Just me. <laughs> <laughs> like, they'll be in a big, poofy mascot, yeah. but it's going to be you. Holding cartoonishly large sandwiches and, like, <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> Everyone's going to take pictures. Yeah, it's going to be cute as fuck. Uh, we're going to take a break, but we still have Yelp Busters to do for this episode. Chris, are you down to... Absolutely. Bust some Yelps with us. Love to bust some Yelps. All right. We're going to bust some Yelps in just a minute, but, what, but we're going to take a quick hot lunch break. Oh, shit. Oh, real quick on the draw. My God. Push the wrong is- button. <laughs> My name's Casey Strain. This is Hot Lunch. I'm here with uh, Slippy Fingers Norman. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of the tastes, but you got, the problem is you had some uh, Sichuan sauce yeah. on your fingers. Yeah, that stuff is. I told you to use, yeah, I told you to use chopsticks or a fork, but you went full, just full hands hand. on. <laughs> hands on. I, I mean, it just gets, you get closer to the food. Yeah. And I like the shovel technique was the most impressive part of it. Yeah. The way that you tilted the <laughs> styrofoam into your face was, was really impressive. Like there was very much, you, your hand resembled a bulldozer. It you was know, just like a backhoe rather. I'm mm-hmm. just glad that, that you guys can appreciate it because honestly, <laughs> most of the time people think it's really gross and just get really pissed off at me. So, well, like, I mean, you will have to do laundry, but yeah, I mean, your whole life people have ridiculed you for it till now. Dude, speaking of laundry, you're rocking corduroy green pants. Yeah. Um, do people, can people like people hear you walking from like a, few blocks away. No, they're really soft. Oh, so soft corduroy. it's kind of like um, stealth corduroy. That's actually the, the name of the thread that they use. Stealth, stealth corduroy. corduroy. Yeah. Is that what like the Vanta green? Wait, what? <laughs> are, those a, are those a wide rail or a thin rail on the corduroy? I would say thin. A thin rail? Wouldn't thin you, rail. Would you not yeah. say thin? I don't I know. Can't. I mean, I'm not a corduroy. I've seen you know, do, you know, do you know what the gauge is on? <laughs> yeah, what's the corduroy gauge? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's something like 0.69 or something like that. What's the weight of that line? <laughs> oh, when I was in China. I'm going to say 420 gram, 0.69 gauge. <laughs> something wow. like that. Wow, that's hard to find. That is. <laughs> it's great. Dude, when I was in China, I saw some Durex condoms uh, that were like Durex jeans. Like that was like the type of condom. It's a Durex jeans condom. <laughs> Wait, are those like I'm not even kidding? Jeans? I can pull it up on my Instagram. Like, were they cool looking though? 
Dude, they weren't even blue. Well, this was is... It, the, oh, it think, wasn't indigo? I'm going to assume that the... I'll find it. Like, if Durex is like a work jeans thing, it's probably like the condom thing is like, it lasts forever. Like you I know, but I had never... never yeah. I mean, I'd never seen them inside the US ever. You just get one Durex condom and you don't need another <laughs> yeah. one for the rest of your life. Yeah, were they... Yeah. Were they sold as like, uh, like the hard, like... Um, Love sex sex direct jeans, dude. It's right there. It's on the jeans. Wow. Okay. Shit, dude. Um (laughs) for the listeners. So yeah. It's uh, like it it the picture is like (laughs) Alright, we'll we'll play off. (laughs) Avatar Yeah, let's get a refresh. Were they sold okay. as like raw I denim? Like you have to, to wear it in the bathtub? No. <laughs> and we're going to do a quick. Yeah, I know. So I'm just going to try and uh, I'm just going to open these up and uh, see what they're all about here. For the uh, listeners. The package says that they're blue. I don't know. Some, <laughs> some real avatar stuff happening here. Uh, let's see how it goes. Um, it really gets me in the mood to hear the all the packaging. Uh, <laughs> looks like a real solid thing. Um, they don't have a zipper on them, so that's <laughs> probably the way that I would expect these packages to be opened. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Okay, all right, here we go. Do they have rivets? Opening them up. Yeah. Oh, that's not a jean color. Oh, that's just like- a normal. It's like pinkish. Oh. Yeah. Just, just. This is a review ma- video that you made. Yeah. I'm not gonna try it on. <laughs> Does it feel like jeans? Let's 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 slip her on and. Uh, That's like, so I'm putting it on my front two way to put it fingers on. like a pistol. Uh, by my health teacher. It's not true. It's actually high school uh, package. I mean, <laughs> yeah, real, real jeans. Feel to it, you know. Yeah, like there's a real denim uh, texture. Um, well, right you know, if this were, I think what they're trying to go okay. for, they they definitely had like a little bit of a like a mispackaging thing because it's it's definitely skinny <laughs> jeans, not just normal jeans. Oh. Real tight fit. Definitely a little tapered, uh, especially like towards the top. But uh, yeah, I mean, you can tell. Oh, Uh-oh. well, that's bold. <laughs> okay, that was the sound of it breaking. Right. Yeah, that well, was uh, the, my that, review of the denim condom is that in a, China. Is that a public? Uh, is that a public Yelp review or uh, oh. Instagram review? Uh, yeah, it's on my Instagram. Uh, follow me at Jessup Jokes. Okay, we'll re we'll have to reshare that on the. On on the story, yeah, or something. Uh, yeah, that we'll video. send it to you. Speaking of your Instagram, which is Jessup Jokes, Chris. Uh, yeah, do you have any other social media where people can find you? Um, just uh, that's probably the main one. I don't have a Twitter uh, because I think it's a horrible place. Um, well, <laughs> most online places are horrible places, but yeah. So I, I think I can only really manage my own Instagram, and that's about it. Gotcha. So that's kind of my main avenue. Yeah. Any shows coming up? Yeah, dude, I'm so to... excited. So I, uh, I'm going to be hosting, uh, well, I'm going to be uh, performing in Salt Lake City uh, on June 4th on uh, the show called Comedy Church. 
Cool. Um, it's an ex-Mormon show, uh, and it's ran by these two guys named uh, Greg Kite and Adam Browd. Uh, and they are, they've been doing great that they've done shows with Jessica Curson and Gary Vider and some pretty hard hit. They did a show in Caroline's before Caroline shut down. Oh, cool. Um, so they've been doing some really awesome stuff and, you know, really making a name for themselves. And so I'm super stoked to go down there to be on that show. And then I'm going to be hosting, uh, for Chris Young in, uh, Richland on June 9th and 10th in Richland, Washington. Richland, do you know At the Jokers. Venue? Jokers. Jokers. Cool. Uh, it's right next to the bowling. Yeah. Stuff right there. So, yeah. Uh, we got some pull in Richland, I think. Right? Norm, do you know? <laughs> yeah. All our Richland peeps go uh, see Chris at Joker's. What, when was that show? Uh, June Again? 9th and 10th. June 9th and 10th. That's, I'm guessing, a Friday, Saturday. Yes, it is. Hosting for, sorry, I'm hosting for Paul Green. My bad. Paul Green. Well, go to see Chris. Stay for Paul Green. Was that... Absolutely. Is that a good plug? Absolutely. That's a great plug. Uh, Chris, uh, I think you know this, but we do a little segment on the show to close it out. A little fun thing we like to do after we have a meal somewhere. We like to check what other people thought of it. Yeah. And see if we can or cannot um, see. Uh, if you know if it's negative, figure out if there's something that we can do to help the situation. If it's good, also... See what we can do to help the situation. <laughs> Little thing uh, we call Yelp Busters. Yelp Busters. Yeah, you guys ready to bust some Yelps? Let's, Let's bust them up. Busting the Yelps, dude. I'm stoked. This Bustin is cool. makes me feel good. <laughs> Bustin' Yelps. I yelp when I bust. <laughs> I- <laughs> uh, if you don't get money from Yelp for that jingle... <laughs> Busting them yelps because I yelp when I bust. Roro raggy. Well, I guess we have to just change the catchphrase now. Um, that's nothing's gonna top that. <laughs> you just you just need to do a bunch I, of sound bites like compiled together right after that. Busting yelps, I yelp when I bust. Roro raggy did a hot lunch with Casey Street. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> busting bustin some cum busters. Let's do it. That was the last episode. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, who, you guys both have one. I got one. And then we're doing Ming Hua, right? Yeah. Ming Hua. This right. is Ming Hua. We ate the you food. Go, we you go first. It. You want me to go first? Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. I got one. Uh, this was from nine months ago. Uh, Tom H says, one star. One star for Ming Hua. And he says, <laughs> Ming Wa has become Ming Na. <laughs> so right out of the gate, he's yeah. he's coming for he's like, look how clever I am. Yeah. Right. So there's some ego involved with Tom. He's thought about it. He's thought yeah. about it. He's probably typed this out. And it's not that far of a read, but like you could probably tell he's like, oh, I gotta make sure I have a solid opener. Yeah. Right. And I would think that he's probably like the way that this thing whole thing is structured. It, it, it kind of structures like a set almost because he opens up with some pretty hot stuff and he yeah. closes with some good stuff too. So yeah. he says, Mingwa has become Mingna. They still do only takeout and I suspect it is because they can serve you far inferior and lacking meals in small boxes and you don't realize you got ripped off till you got home. So wow. he doesn't know how to structure sentences that well because that was right. a lot yeah. of words. I fell asleep halfway through. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> I also wonder how frequently this guy actually gets takeout too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you're saying that the that 
takeout is all one big scam, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that true? I yeah. mean, how many, when's the last time you got takeout? We all do it. Yeah. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's, it's Chinese takeout in America. Like, I feel like when you start the journey to yeah. make the phone call and look at the menu and get what you want, you know what you're doing. Right. Right. Well, yeah. I have a sneaking suspicion about this Yelp. Okay. That uh, I'm pretty sure I'm right. I might be wrong, but it kind of sounds like Tom Hanks has just lived Ooh. a life, was born with a silver spoon in his mouth yep. and expects the biggest boxes from every takeout. When was, Absolutely. When was Tom in Spokane? Nine uh, months ago. Yeah. <laughs> He gave, the, he gave the restaurant a one-star review, dude. I'm reading a Tom Hanks review of Meanwhile right now, dude. Should I do it in the Woody Can voice? Can you believe it? Tom Hanks. <laughs> did Tom Hanks came, came all the way to Spokane, and he was not impressed. Just to talk shit about you, our as, favorite. As, <laughs> as Oscar-nominated yeah. actor and winner, yeah. Tom Hanks goes on to say, it was hot as hell inside the restaurant when I stood inside the order. <laughs> had to go wait in my car to get some AC. <laughs> so, okay, he's like, it was hot in hell. Okay, so when you're getting, and from what we understand, going and retrieving the food at this joint is a little bit of a compact space. Yeah, I think lately they haven't had their dining room open and they only let one customer in at a time. So it's uh, cramped. Yeah, so if you go to our Instagram, you'll see the photos of uh, Luis when he picked up the food. It was like, if there's one customer, you're supposed to wait outside. Yeah. Was so. this the case nine months ago? Oh, I bet. Yeah. Bet. So it probably has continued since COVID or something like that, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it was probably that then. Right. Okay. So he had to go <laughs> wait into his car and get some AC. <laughs> uh, and then the Oscar winner goes on to say, uh, they would not give me a small hot and sour soup and said they would only prepare large orders, dot, dot, dot. But those are very expensive. I don't know why he's complaining because he has Tom Hanks money. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's um, America's golden boy. You know, yeah. come to think of it, I think this was his speech in his Lifetime Achievement Award from the <laughs> Golden Globes. <laughs> Just complaining about Ming Wa. He's only <laughs> holding the Golden Globes like Ming Wa has become Ming Na. <laughs> They hand him the trophy. Everybody like, just wrinkles ah, their eyebrows like, what is going on? <laughs> I had to go wait in my car to get some AC. <laughs> They're like clinking plates like, what the hell is happening? I've been waiting. You know, I've been, I, you know all these stars, these big celebrities, they all fuck up at some point. And Tom Hanks has never fucked up until now. Yeah. Yep. I've just been waiting for it. Yeah, you can see the, the full like <laughs> decline <laughs> of the once legendary Tom Hanks through this one-star review of this yeah. local Spokane Chinese restaurant. Yeah, a lot of guys. He's like Mr. Rogers, you know. And I mean, not only yeah. that he played Mr. Rogers, but also he's like Mr. Rogers, where you're like, what's going on? This is too good to be true. Yeah, right? way too good. Yeah, you yeah. have some secrets, brother. All those, all those like all those big actors usually they do, you know, they're their fall, their star falls from the sky in like a drunken racist rant, but it's just Tom Hanks is going to do it through a <laughs> through a one star Yelp review of a Chinese restaurant. Everybody so. just becomes so distasteful of Tom Hanks for this through this thing. It's like I can't believe I can't Tom believe. Hanks. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because the selfie of him on uh, Yelp review. I mean, it's just it looks just like some dude like took yeah. a you know like. A selfie from it's just Tom Hanks, but it's like it's selfie. You get like a little bit of the double chin action because he's like looking down at his phone. Just had to make a selfie picture, real quick. It's like, yeah. it's basically up a photo of his nostrils. Yeah, 
<laughs> so he goes on to say, oh, "It's still going." I thought it was. Over. Yeah, yeah. No, we have some stuff left. <laughs> then, he, uh, but those are very expensive. Uh, the whole order was twenty five dollars. Like, hey, first off, chill. Twenty five bucks. Yeah. That's a drunk night at McDonald's. Right. Like you're gonna be okay, bud. Yeah. One and, teriyaki. Oh, so sorry. Oh, okay. Never mind. That's exactly what I was going to ask. It, does he mention what he orders? Yes, he does. Uh, he says, one teriyaki chicken, and in parentheses, box half full of cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> and the small, and then in parentheses again, and very disappointing, pork fried rice. So he had teriyaki chicken, which was just a, a, allegedly a box half full of cabbage, and a small and very disappointing pork fried rice. So he was obviously very disappointed. And then as his closer... He says, hell to the no ever again. <laughs> I, I wonder um, I wonder if his explanation of the food was after he ate it. Saying, oh, like, is this, is, okay, it that's also something. cabbage and a very unsatisfying. My whole fr- thing, fried rice. Yeah. You're, I, th- I think that's a good that's a good question. And also like how far after he ate it, did he write the review? Right. Because if it was like a few days afterward, your opinion might change. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> maybe he was even angrier when he ate it. And this is him calmed down. This is him <laughs> editing himself. Yeah. He's like, yeah. all right, I got to, I got to tone down like, the rage. I Not told, all caps. Yeah, nope. No, yeah. no. Can't, can't show them my anger. I told myself I would give it a day. I'd give it 24 hours before I like send another one star review to Yelp. Look, Last I'm not going to let this way. I'm not going to let the live action role in Geppetto and, <laughs> in the new Pinocchio get me down. I can't show them my weakness. He's just sitting all by himself with a box of takeout, Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. at his, wherever he's staying, and he is like all alone in a dark room eating Mingwa, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like talking to himself, and he's like getting so pissed. And you like, so- are a toy! <laughs> <laughs> you are... <laughs> You're an action figure. You are a child plaything. Starts like quoting all of his like movie quotes. Mama said life was like a box of chocolates. He's like going crazy. This <laughs> yeah. Full on breakdown. <laughs> well, I think we busted Tom H. I would say uh, busted is an understatement. We busted that Yelp. Uh. <laughs> and we yelped when we busted. <laughs> Busting yelps at Odd Lunch Radio. <laughs> uh, are you guys ready for another tasty bust? Oh, let's do it. Let's Give it, do it to me. Give me the juicy one. We yeah. got a one star review from uh, four years ago. And Ooh, username Murphicus. Murphicus. Whoa. Okay, so how's Murphicus spelled? M U. R-P-H, Murph. Okay. Okay. So far, so good. A-C-U-S. A-C-U-S. Marfocus. Murphicus. 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 M-U-R-P-H. Murphy. Yeah, Murph. Okay. I'm assuming we're dealing with Murphy. Yeah. Murphicus. Murphicus. So the combination of Murphy and Spartacus. Yeah. What's a, you guys know any Murphs? 
famous yeah. Murphs? I know a Murph, actually. He's one of my friends from Britain. <laughs> <laughs> he goes by Merv, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Well, this might have, this might, this might be the Murph. His first uh, name is S. Smurf? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I fell right into that trap. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Rats in the ceiling. <laughs> Wait, that's the first thing the Smurficus says? First, first sentence. Rats in the ceiling. Rats in the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the next sentence is, I did cable TV work for them last week, and there's rat poop above the tables. <laughs> <laughs> Unsanitary AF. Oh, the AF is sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's the whole that's that's it. review. <laughs> Unsanitary AF. Unsanitary AF. Rats in the ceiling. You know, this reads like a haiku, yeah. <laughs> or like a it actually, or is. like an Eminem rap or something. Yeah. Rats <laughs> in the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't too appealing. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how. I wonder how many times people have been hanging out with Murphicus, and then he's just like, Murphicus sounds like a rapper. That <laughs> does. And then like he just hears something, he goes, "Rats in the ceiling, rats in the ceiling." <laughs> <laughs> Murphicus has the has the hotel right next to Tom Hanks. He's also going crazy. <laughs> rats in the ceiling. Rats in the ceiling. Actually, I did some electric work. It's unsanitary AF. <laughs> And then, and then all of his friends are like, you don't know how to do cable TV work. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. You're Dude, not an electrician. You're... <laughs> Your name's Steven. It's Murphicus. Yeah. Or is like... I told you, call me Murphicus. <laughs> <laughs> he becomes Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black. Smore more more sugar. Okay, here's my theory. I think Murphicus is, um, is a college dropout. And lived in a fraternity and got where he got the name Murphicus. Oh, yeah. mm. And at this point is like, uh, I'm going to say mid fifties. Okay. And has been working the same like kind of shitty job for a while. And yeah. went to Mingwa and had nothing better to do <laughs> but to make a fake review about him doing cable work even though that's not his expertise okay man so for, you just came on. up with a pretty long backstory like pretty intricate also wait we need to figure out what year so that was four years ago right that review yeah four years ago four years so ago. four years ago was 2019 19 yeah was 2019 year of the rat in the chinese zodiac oh because that could be, that could be written, good. written in the stars, yeah, so to speak. Was 2019 Year of the Rat? I thought Year of the Rat was... Um... Are you talking about that famous Al Stewart song? <laughs> the Year of the Rat. So... <laughs> oh, hey, guys. Oh. You must be talking about that one Al Stewart song. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> the you all know it, right? <laughs> <laughs> we all know the words, guys. Come, Come on. on. Sing along if you know it. <laughs> Hold on. 2019 year of the pig. You're the mm. pig. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. I was there for you're the pig. Uh-oh. You're going to get sued? Yeah. Probably. Oh, yeah. 
If Sue somebody, meow. If somebody sued us right now, they would owe us money. <laughs> Long piano intro. Yeah. But worth every second. <laughs> Play Shit. us out, Al. <laughs> <laughs> because this has been... This has been this has been oh, an wait. episode of This Hot has been Lunch. You're the Rat. And, oh. It's great, great track. This is the elevator music yeah. on every elevator in Noodle Planet. <laughs> this is the kind of satisfaction you'll get coming to Noodle Planet. <laughs> this kind of this quality of elevator yeah. music. What do you have for breakfast at Noodle Planet? Breakfast noodles. Good. What do you have for lunch at Breakfast Planet? You guessed it. Noodles. What are the what are the noodles like at Noodle Planet? As long as an Al Stewart and piano Al intro. <laughs> Elevators are the only means of transportation. Okay, here we go. In a country where they turn by time. Okay. <laughs> Alright. This is Al Hill. Here we go. Stewart. Oh. Al Stewart. He keeps on. He it's keeps a, on expanding the a, chorus. He's a tickler, a teaser. Yeah, yeah. He's a. <laughs> he's a tease. <laughs> that Al Stewart. <laughs> that snake in the grass. Year of the Rat. Not Year of the Rat, dude. But wait, dude, that's like the Year of the Rat. That was totally. fucked up. That was like I was hoping for Year of the Rat to come through. Oh, that's the Year of the Cat. That was just like the twi- the plot twist in American Tale. Yeah. Like, he's not a rat. He's a cat. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm so mad. Sorry. Is that a Five Will Goes West? That's or no. American Tale was the first one. The yeah. first one. Yeah. And then Five Will Goes West is the second one. Yeah. Dude, those movies rocked. American Tale was, you know, there's no cats in America because the streets okay. are paved with cheese. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Love those movies. You guys, this has been a fantastic episode of Hot Lunch. I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. One more time for Chris Jessup. Uh, Thanks for being on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you in studio audience. I appreciate every one of you. Uh, Follow me on Instagram. Follow Chris on Instagram. Uh, There's there's episodes of Polygonometry on On Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, and I haven't posted a lot of stuff recently, um, dealing with some other stuff, uh, getting things ironed out to make sure that I am capable and willing and able to generate quality product, and we're approaching that rapidly. So be on the lookout for some stuff coming down the pipe very soon. But in the meantime, catch Chris... On the road in Tri-Cities, if you're in Salt Lake City, find him there. Yes, absolutely. In June. I don't know exactly where it'll be, but I will be posting on him in, on my Instagram. Comedy yeah. Church. Comedy yeah. Church. But here awesome. in the Spokane area, go out to get out to Medical Lake to the Foxhole, correct? Foxhole uh, Pub and Grill or Bar and Grill. Yeah. Um, and it is uh, third Thursday every month at 7 p.m. sharp, and anybody can get on my stage. So, Hell yeah. Thanks for being on, Chris. Oh, thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys go get some Mingwa. It's the OG Chinese spot. In it's great. Um, Thoroughly above. Don't trust Tom Hanks. Yeah. You can't anymore. <laughs> yeah. He's he's popped that uh, denim condom of, yeah. <laughs> of fame. Is that? <laughs> no, they're corduroys because they're ripped oh, for yeah. her pleasure. <laughs> hey, yo. I think we can end on that. This has been Hot Lunch. Uh, check out our Instagram at hotlunch.radio for everything that we got going on. Noodle Planet. <laughs> <laughs>